Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. Uh, and it, it, it's, do you know what's another mad night in the world of, of mixed martial arts here? I am coming to you today to review the One Championship's fourth uh, Amazon um, outing, I suppose, uh, in which they delivered. You know, it was a, a very, very good card on a night where there were lots of fights. It was Bellator on. Uh, Pretty much at the same time throughout the whole night, there was a, a bit of LFA and other things as well. So a very interesting night uh, in the world of, of mixed martial arts and a very interesting weekend. As I sit here now, there's another one championship coming up in a few hours, so I'll get a bit of sleep, get back, watch that one, and we'll have another review <laughs> later on. And then we'll have the UFC and all of that. So uh, I suppose starting off on that, um, it, it has been a packed schedule lately in mixed martial arts. And one championship... I think apart from maybe this card have always found their way and always found actually their way to like the the the, the head of the MMA chat, even if it was one of their cards in the weekend and maybe not the other one. Now, I actually think it's a little bit, maybe not necessarily a misstep. I understand why they're doing it because maybe it's easier on, on Singapore time and everything like that, but... The, say, late night card for me, followed by the early card, which it would be the same for, you know, the, the night card followed by the morning card in, uh, for the, uh, the folks in, uh, in the US who are listening to this as well. Very awkward for us. Very awkward for me. Very awkward for the people in America and Canada and other places as well in terms of watching both cards, in terms of watching the Amazon Prime card for America and Canada. It's the same. Unfortunately, not on Amazon Prime for me. I have to watch it uh, on the, the One Championship website, so it doesn't make a difference, but... The Friday morning card for me, followed by the Amazon card late on Friday night, was absolutely perfect, and I think a lot of people like that. Whether that's a thing they go back to, whether they stay to this, or whether in the new year it's a little bit different, I'm not sure if they're going to continue to do the back-to-back card, so I suppose that is something we, we wait uh, with bated breath with. But as I said today, if they had a card on Friday morning, I think everyone would have been talking about it or you would have been maybe waking up in the States to watch it or John during the day with a cup of coffee or whatever. They didn't have that this morning. And now they had this card that clashed with Bellator with the two big Bellator championship fights. And now the other card is on at, you know, 5 a.m. American time. There's no one mad like me in America going to stay up to, to watch that or very few anyway. So it's interesting. I just think it's maybe something that one championship look at and see how they get on, uh, and see what maybe adjustments they make coming up in, in over the next while. Anyway, let's get into the card. As I said, uh, the card even. As I said, a very, very good card. And the main event, let's talk about the main event, because they were lucky with the main event. Maybe not lucky, but it didn't clash with anything. So the Bellator main event had ended. It was... Everyone who was, I suppose, watching Bellator probably moved over to this. I saw a few different people move over and watch this. And... Uh, Honestly, it might not have been a fight of the year contender, but it was a definitely a comeback of the year contender. It's one of those fights, I think, at the end of the year. If you're doing lists and you're doing, you know, if you're doing a, a Grabaka Hitman list with all of the fights on it, this is the one that should be featured. You know, maybe even, you know, maybe fight of the year. Not for me, not for me personally, uh, but definitely comeback of the year. Christian Lee, you know, he came from, uh, for me, and I'll, I'll get into it. We'll go through the fight in a second. But I think this fight should have been stopped uh, in the first round. I really think he was that bad. I think he was in big, big peril. Um, and 
he he got through it. Herb Dean was the referee, which probably tells you a little bit of a story. Uh, he got through it and he survived and he went on to win. And I actually came straight out. I haven't even heard the, the post-fight interview or anything like that. But, you know, two-way champion now coming up. Uh, Roberto Solidich is fighting soon. Like, I, I feel like, forget about that Solidich fight that's coming up. Just tear that up. Let Christian E fight Solidich. Now, Christian E fought not too long ago as well. Maybe it'll take another while. But anyway, forget about that for a second. And we'll talk about that in a second again. But this fight itself, uh, <laughs> I suppose a classic. Let me run you through it if you're waking up this morning uh, and you haven't seen this fight. So the first round starts out with Abasov back to his fast pace. I did the preview of this and I said Abasov fights two, either, two ways. He either waits, waits, waits. And lets you try to come on to him, or he goes straight forward. You know, he puts the pressure on. He is the guy that, um, you know, throws all the shots. He is the guy that everybody, uh, <laughs> I suppose, uh, is not, not, not afraid to fight, but uh, needs a very detailed game plan to fight. You know, he is one of those guys. And that's what he get got back to here. So it wasn't again the, the Rene de Ritter uh matchup. It wasn't the Rene de Ritter um outlook from Abasov. It was back to throwing all those big shots. And how did Christian Lee react to that? He threw back. He just met him in the middle and threw down. Uh he did try a takedown at the beginning of the round, got the clinch, but it broke up straight away. Then there was a big body lock takedown from Lee, which was smart because when you meet that forward pressure, you get the body lock inside and you take him down. Nearly got into the mount, but he actually went too far. I think he overstepped it, maybe panicked a little bit and ended up back. Uh, Lee landed some nice shots, but he got dropped hard. And it was one of those, you, I couldn't see it anyway, maybe it was a camera angle or whatever in real time. Uh, but it was the left hook, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I was writing my notes after the round, so I like, looked up and looked down again, you know, to, try, to try to get it. So uh, it doesn't matter. He got dropped hard anyway, and then he was on Bambi legs for maybe a minute, minute and a half after that. Lots of shots from Abasov. Uh, honestly, and I'll say it, I, I'll be very, very honest here, I thought this should have been a standing stoppage. I thought Herb Dean should have stopped it at this point. Um, just eating so many shots and to me he wasn't intelligently defending himself like if you were to compare it to the Israel Adesanya one from last week he was way more hurt way more in peril uh, but look I suppose maybe Herb Dean was right and I'm wrong because he survived and he came back but still I, um, it still doesn't sit right with me I, 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 I've maintained this and I've always said it it doesn't matter what comes afterwards it matters right like in the moment so anyway um, Herb let it go with all the shots then Lee got a takedown and it was a very tired, very hurt takedown. And it wasn't a takedown actually, it was just a takedown try. Pushed him into the clinch. But then he did get the takedown into the side control and into mount. And at the end of the round, you're thinking to yourself, how did this guy get into that position? And it was it, it was fantastic for him. But then the second round starts and there's a, such a slow pace because both of these guys are so tired. And this really was the team for the rest of the fight. They were just so tired. Abasov, he bounces forward, but he he didn't. He was all, all his shots were tired. They were all so tired. Leading into the combination, he got a body lock takedown, and this was the best takedown, uh, in my opinion, of the fight. Got into the mount. It looked like he was going to take over and maybe get the finish from that that stage. But again, same mistake he made in the first round. Tries to transition, ends up back on the feet. 
jab into the lovely knee to the body from Lee and we'll talk about knees to the body in one of the fights later on as well Lee at this point is just walking forward um, and Abasov is struggling what got him back into the fight somewhat or even not necessarily got him back in but kind of get, get him some time he went for a takedown didn't get it but got him some time it slowed Lee down a little bit we saw Lee start with the leg kicks in and this turned into a big thing as we got towards uh the end of the fight, Lee landed a right hand that was more powerful than Abasov, which was a big departure from the first round. But Abasov, at the end of that second round, you could see a little bit of a second wind from him. Um, in the third round, Lee's combinations were what stood out to me. Lovely body kicks, right hand in, in after maybe, maybe what, 30, 40 seconds of the, of the round. And then Abasov landed one back. And when he landed a second right hand, after Lee had landed one, to me it was one of those things like, okay, he, he's kind of back fighting now. He's, the tiredness has gone out, not necessarily gone out of him, but he was back fighting and he was, you looked at two of them, they were, they were so tired, but they were still both fighting. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and that wasn't always the case throughout it because they were so tired, but it was, instead of just being tired, it was tired fighting. Uh, and at one stage, you know, sometimes it happens in fights, two lads just kind of agree to a clinch. And I feel like they did that here, but Lee kind of broke that agreement, threw a flying knee, went for another takedown. And at this point, I think that kind of turned Abasov towards the tired more than game part again. He was dropping his hands. And this time, I think he decided at that stage, I'm just going to throw these desperation shots. But there was no power coming from him. And as I said, at the big departure from the first round, Lee was landing the counter uh, shots for the first time really in this fight and landing harder than the attacking shots were coming from Abasov. In the fourth in... Um, there were, I, I would say there were fuller exchange, exchanges to start. Both looked like miraculously faster in the start of the fourth, and maybe that's because they took maybe a little bit of time off in the third, but that quickly kind of ended. Uh, Lee did keep at it. Abasov was back to his kind of dropping hands and his countering, but the Lee right hand hurted him. It really hurt him, and that was the beginning of the end for me. Uh, Lee landed a head kick, and then... Uh, Abasov landed did land a straight right but Lee was kind of just walking into him now at this stage and Din I mentioned earlier on the leg kicks adding up and they really added up here he landed maybe two, three, four, five leg kicks Abasov could not move and then the straight shots started coming down the middle and that was beautiful work from Lee absolutely beautiful work big elbow came big takedown with 68 seconds left and he was winning that fight from there. Massive ground pound, massive ground pound, massive ground pound. And Herb Dean jumped in and he stopped the fight. I think uh, could could Herb Dean have had two late stoppages in, in, in one fight? Maybe I I wouldn't complain too much about the the second uh, stoppage, the actual stoppage, um, because uh, look, give Abasov a chance, absolutely. But he did stop it, and I think he was right to stop it. Uh, and Christian Lee wins his second belt. Obviously, Abasov had missed weight, so he couldn't win the belt. And as they were saying before as well, like for Abasov, this is a tough, tough pill to swallow because. If you had won this fight, at least you're probably fighting for the belt next. Now that you've lost this, you didn't lose your belt in the fight. And you're also like have no chance of getting the rematch. Like let's say like Adesanya last week, he was the champion. He lost the belt, so he's a chance of the rematch because he had the belt, but Abasov didn't have the belt. So that fight's not gonna happen next. There's gonna be no rematch here. I would say, and a very, very 
immediately. I think will these two lads meet again? I kind of hope so because it was such an interesting fight. But yeah, Christian Lee takes the belt, and um, you know, big big moment for Lee. He is obviously a star for them along with his sister, um, and uh, and everything else. And, and it was it was a great fight, great comeback for me. As I said, the fight should have been stopped in the first round, but Christian Lee goes on and he takes the win in round four with a beautiful stoppage. Right, let's go through the rest of the card here. Flyweight Mai Thai World Championship, Rod Tang against Lasiri. Uh, unfortunately for this one, this one, it did clash. I think the clash with the Usman or Magomedov fight, or was it the? Uh, maybe it was the maybe it was the main event actually over in Bellator. But however, uh, this was a very interesting five round battle. Um, look, Rod Tang does I suppose what the, the best Mike Dye fighters in the world do they start slow they get quicker they in fast and that's exactly what he did round one Rotang was just uh, walking forward um, Lasiri was landing some nice kicks the power from the inside from Rotang was the best thing but it was such a slow pace in that first round flying knee was no good from Lasiri neither were landing much it was just kind of Rotang being cocky walking forward and doing nothing really second round a little bit more pace from Rotang here couple of leg kicks and combos um kind of butted him off balance with a shoulder at one stage some nice leg kicks from Rotang a nice right hand from uh, from Joe and a left hook uh, from Rotang late in the round hurt Lasiri I thought um, in round three this is where Rotang started to move he was getting in closer uh, the, the the right hand followed by elbows against the fence was a big early for him Lasiri uh, was throwing back, but Rotang was just landing harder. That's just a simple fact that I think this whole fight, three lovely lefts, though, one to the body, one to the head, and then the second to the body again, I think it was. If I'm, or maybe, maybe it was only one to the body and two to the head. Looked really good from the series, especially the, the, the one that landed to the body. Looked like, not necessarily it hurt Rotang, but it was a lovely shot. Uh, Rotang was going forward. Um, but he wasn't really landing much. Two nice right hands uh, at the end of the round from Lasiri were, were probably uh, the best shots after that body shot. So a good round there from Lasiri for me in the third, even though Rodtang came on. But finally in the fourth round, the pressure from Rodtang started to be effective. The power hooks from each hand were very good. Uh, the series counters were just failing away, falling away, and and uh, falling away is the word, not failing. He he was literally kind of falling over when he was trying to counter body shots. I hurt Lasiri, and in a second, in a left hook to the head, it was all rotting at this stage, and it got a hard knockdown towards the end of that round. Uh, the pressure was absent, kind of. In, in the start of the fifth round, there was a bit of clinching from Lasiri, and he did a good job of it. But then there was a knockdown with the right hand. Um, you know, Rodtang was joking that Lasiri was running. Um, but uh, there was another right hand late, and then that was followed by another and another and another. And it was a very, very, uh, a very good finish from Rodtang after maybe. I would say uh, an outing that he mightn't have been too happy with. I don't think it was his best performance. I don't think it was the best uh, fight he has had uh, in a while. And I think uh, I think he looked back at that one with a bit of, you know, maybe a bit of uh, uh, kind of a, I, I could have done better in that one, to be honest. But all in all, a, a good win. He did end up winning the decision and, and a good fight from him there. To me, the, the best performance of the night, arguably, was, was Stephen the sniper, Lawman, against Bibiana Fernandez. He just 
decimated him. Uh, Bibiana was throwing big shots early, but Lawman was just walking him down. And when I say oh, walking him down, I'm absolutely walking him down. Uh, Bibiano kind of calmed it after that, but Lawman was just very, very fast, way faster than him, landing leg kicks and exiting. A takedown for Lawman, and this was kind of. I know, look, I went to, to the very end uh, and, and uh, you know, it's funny thing to say something that happens in maybe the first 90 seconds of the fight, but to me this is the beginning of the end. That takedown for Lohman just changed everything. Bibiano got up and he got out fast, but the aura of the fight from that point just changed. Um, Lohman got a lovely kick to the body. Bibiano landed a few high kicks into takedown attempts, but they were no good. Lohman just was just winning the clinch. All the time landed a beautiful straight left uh, at the end of the round, I- I- the first round. Second round, uh, Bibiana landed a, sh- a shot and kind of knocked Loman down with a right hand, but Loman got up and into the clinch. And Bibiana caught the neck and he tried to trip him back, but Loman turned into the guard uh, of Bibiana, ground a pound from Loman uh, at the halfway point. He had landed enough to probably bring back anything that uh, Bibiano had gotten in that one. Bibiano went for a triangle attempt, but Lohman took his back. Um, he couldn't control it, so they got back up. Lohman then landed a big takedown again. Big ground upon short elbows, and then huge hammer fists from Lohman. Uh, Bibiano again with the triangle was, was no good uh, at the end of that round. And in the third round, Bibiana was coming forward, but Lohman got the takedown yet again. Kicks from Lint, I think, once they got back up, were a big thing from Lohman here. And he just kept the fight easy, I thought, in the third. Um, Lohman got another takedown to midway point of the uh, round into the clinch, into the slam. Takes the back of Bibiano. And Bibiano um, gets up, but he got thrown again. Big ground upon from the back right. Bibiano gets to the guard. Elbow from Lawman, lots of ground upon. You know, maybe I gave Bibiano too much in that recap there. It was mostly Lawman. He landed all the good stuff, and it was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant display from him there. Um, next fight on the card was a welterweight Muay Thai fight between Cosmo Alexandra and Juan uh, Cervetas. Very slow pace from this one. Uh, Cervetas was kind of just, I don't know. To me, it looked like. No, I don't want to say it that way. I was going to say he was waiting to get knocked out, but from from my point, from the viewer's point of view, it looked that way. He was trying his best. Uh, he was landing some nice leg kicks. He was probably winning the fight until he got finished, if we're being honest, because Cosmo wasn't doing much. Uh, there was a, a low kick late in the first, and then in the sec- second round, Cosmo landed, a, uh, landed with a higher pace. He was fighting at a higher pace. It, like... It looked like one guy was fighting and the other land was sparring, if you want to put it that way. And he wasn't, but it looked that way just because of the difference in pace and power. And then the finish came. Uh, big right hand from Alexandra, followed by a big knee, followed by a massive elbow, which knocked uh, Cervantes down and he could not re- recover and he could not get up and he could not continue. This, if you if you're not a Mai Tai fan or anything like that, find a replay. Of this this three shot combination to end this was just beautiful. It was absolutely miraculous stuff altogether. I I absolutely loved it. Um, the fight I thought would be maybe fight at night coming in. Uh, not or not necessarily fight at night coming in, but would end in 
maybe knockout of the night. I, I, I almost did that, but it was oh my god, the power that these two lads and it's Kim, uh, Kim Jae Wong against uh, Kevin Bellignan. Uh, it didn't go too long. Um, Kevin caught a kick and got a takedown early, but they were up quickly after a referee's warning. That's the one thing about one championship. The referees warn very, very quickly, and it feels like it causes the fighters to move, and then it causes them to get back up, which you can argue, you know, is, is a good or a bad thing. Some people do like it. Some people don't like it. However, what happened here after that was um, Kim was walking forward after he got taken down, which is not like him. If anyone has listened to my previews, he is a guy that kind of steps forward, waits for you to come out, and encounters you. He's not a walk forward. He's not a forward pressure type of guy. But he was here, and that caused Bellignan to land a big right hand straight down through the middle. But Kim, to me, is one of the best counter-strikers in the sport of MMA. I, I think he's counter-striking is right up there, right up there with the very best. And what was it that happened to him here? He landed a counter-strike again. And it was him backing up this stage. He was, he was, usually he's in control of his counters. This time he wasn't really. He was backing up and he just threw one out there. The reverse left hook counter from Kim absolutely drops uh, Kevin Bellignan. Big ground upon, and the ref stops it, steps in and finishes it. Beautiful, beautiful. I think someone described it as a fadeaway left hook, and that's exactly what it was. Lovely finish there from uh, Kim Jae Wong, who's an assassin. I love watching him fight. The Fighting God is his nickname, and uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. Bit of my tight in before that in the lead card. That was the main card, so a very good main card. Lead card, Jonathan Haggerty uh, against Vladimir Kuzman. I think Kuzman did better in this fight than I was expecting. You know, a lot of people talked up Haggerty coming into it. Slow start again. Look, as there tends to be in these Muay Thai fights, Kuzman just seemed a bit faster, faster to the punch. Haggerty didn't really have much rhythm in, in, in the first round. Uh, massive head kick from... Haggerty got him into the fight in the second round, looking better, landing better in the second. And in the third, some early kicks from Haggerty. Kuzman landed a spinning elbow. Um, Haggerty landed a head kick, bit of a back and forth. Lovely Kuzman left hand laid. And then Haggerty kicks to the body. To me, it was a very, very close fight. Uh, they, they announced a majority decision. So a majority decision is usually like someone gets a 10-8 round. Or someone gets a 10-10 round, maybe. I'm not sure exactly. I haven't seen the cards. This is scored as uh, three individual rounds rather than a, a full bout like other one championship ones are. So, interesting. Anyway, look, Haggerty probably did deserve a winner and fair play to him. Um, MMA Back to MMA then um, for the Snow Leopards. Ruslam uh, Emilbek Ulu uh, against uh, Izzy Fekit... Uh, Fetikefu, I always make, make, uh, mess up that name. To me, this was, I wouldn't say a bad decision, but I wouldn't say a good decision. I disagreed with this decision. Um, uh, Ulu ended up getting the decision. I thought uh, Fetikefu won it. Um, let me run you through the fight. Striking for the first two minutes. I thought this would be a, not necessarily a wrestling match, but I thought there'd be a battle for wrestling here. And there wasn't until the third round. Uh, Ulu looked so much bigger, just miles bigger. And he was coming up from the weight below. Uh, and was Fetikefu coming down? I'm not sure. Um, anyway, uh, Izzy did go for the takedown first. As I said, I thought it would be all wrestling. He didn't manage to get it. Uh, but he looked very, very good going forward. Um, Ulu was landing some nice uppercuts and jabs. But he, he, to me, he didn't, he didn't jab enough. 
and it was Izzy's round just because he was coming forward he was landing the better shots he was the better technical striker for me in that first round and landed the more powerful shots as well in the second Ulu coming forward more I thought uh, in this one neither landing too much Izzy was staying calm and being technical and landing his shots lovely leg kicks from Izzy as well and Izzy landed a hard right hand uh, that was actually early in the fight was a hard right hand and in the second half of uh, the sorry early in the round and in the second half of the f- second round easy for me to say uh, the leg kicks started coming I thought he was two rounds up at that stage and you know they, they don't do it in rounds for MMA but I thought he was a good bit ahead close striking in the third Ulu tries to take down Kind of half got it, got back up, got a clinch. You know, not much there. Probably landed a few of the better strikes, Ulu, in the second, or in the third round, sorry. He would have, like, this is a 30 27, 29, 28, 50 Kefu for me if it was normal scoring. Uh, but Ulu won the decision, and I'm, I'm kind of baffled, to be honest. You know, he didn't really have the forward pressure. He got, he did get a takedown, but it wasn't, there wasn't much to it. Does that overtake all of the effective striking that uh, Fiti Kefu had in the first two rounds and even in parts of the third? Not for me. Not for me. Uh, I'm not an expert in their scoring system, I must say that. But uh, I would like to think I'm an expert in MMA scoring. And to me, the, the, the better fighter did not win that. One thing I'm definitely not an expert in is Adam Wade's submission grappling. Uh, but Danielle Kelly definitely is. She looked absolutely fantastic against Maria Malkachinova. Oh, God, I said that so well. Yeah, I was proud of myself there. Um, look, to run your shoe this quickly. Uh, Danielle Kelly went to her back also on claiming her. Her name is Danielle Kelly. She's Irish, like 100%. She, she went to her back. Uh, closed guard. Can opener for Maria. Uh, but that led to Kelly taking her back. And from there... It was a rear naked choke. She, Maria did a great job of defending it at the start. It looked like it was there. Then it was a bit of a neck crank and she kept pulling up her head to try to get it. But once they kind of transitioned and they moved and she, Maria kind of got back standing with Danielle Kelly on her back, it was then she adjusted and was able to get the rear naked choke. At first she was kind of too high up with the body triangle, wasn't able to get it. The readjustment came and she got the rear naked choke in the end. The first fight of the night then uh, was the lightweight Mai Tai bout between Liam Nolan and Eddie Abasolo. The knees from Nolan were absolutely fantastic here. Uh, it was He was almost throwing them like an uppercut. <laughs> they were that good when they were coming inside. thought they were so good. Big and strong was Nolan. Uh, Eddie landed some nice uh, left hooks. Eddie was uh, pushing the pressure forward in round two. Again, those knees, those uppercut knees from Nolan were absolutely lovely. Uh, every time Eddie stepped inside and tried to break the distance to the taller man, he was being met with those knees, and it was so, so tough for him. Um, Abasolo was aggressive in the third, landed his right hand, landed his shots, but the head kicks from Nolan again were just too much from him, uh, for him even, and Nolan ended up taking the unanimous decision in that one. Abasolo fought well, I thought, but he was just outgunned outsized and uh, ended up uh, ended up losing that so yeah all in all a very very good card I'll run through maybe the results again uh, as it's just said there Nolan won against Eddie Abasolo Daniel Kelly beat uh, Maria Malchinova uh, 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 Ruslan Ulu beat Izzy Fetekefu John Haggerty in the Muay Thai beat uh, Kuzman uh, Kim knocked out Bellignon with ground and pound after a big knockdown Cosmo Alexandre won his bout with a beautiful elbow against Swan Cervantes Stephen Lohman against Bibiano Fernandez absolute destruction of a decision uh, Rod Tang decisioned Lasiri as well and Christiane got the late 
um, win there in the fourth round with ground upon after a very, very tough round in the comeback of the year contender. We leave it there. We'll be back with another episode uh, in a few hours. Uh, get a bit of sleep, watch some more fights, and talk a little bit more on Championship. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com. I'll see you all later on.